Hello and thank you. And uh, once again, thank you for listening to Rude Perspectives. We have your three hosts, Joshua, myself, followed by Tracy and Kelly. Thank you once again for listening to Rooted Perspectives. The last two episodes that we have been covering have been covering a lot of, I would feel, informational information about us, the creativity of the podcast, and the magical minds behind it. And there's been a lot of just thoughts about it, just serious thoughts. So this week, we all collaborated, and we wanted to kick off with something fun. And this week... Being fun topic is going to be travel, and Kelly is going to kick it off. So I think this week's topic is perfect timing. I just came back from a Chicago trip, a kind of long weekend situation. Tracy just came back from a really long, ginormous road trip, and Josh is just always traveling for work, so... I think this is going to be a good topic to get into. Um, we're, it's not all peachy. We want to talk about maybe some things to avoid or, you know, bad vacations we've had too. Um, but obviously we will also want to chat about good trips, places to go, things to see. I have some travel hacks um, that I used on this last trip um, that I'm looking forward to sharing as well. Um So maybe we should start off with Josh. Give the audience, uh, give them some information about maybe like your favorite travel experience. All right. So I thought about it earlier and I just forgot about it, but then I remembered it because it's that fast. My best travel experience, like if I take the military outside of that whole thing, I would say that one of my best travel experiences was in like the middle of COVID. Uh, we went home to see my family in the uh, rapid South Dakota. Hey, pins bowling, check them out. Do it, Del Rapids. Um, and my husband and I always wanted to see Devil's Power, and for many years. It never happened, and I'm going to make it quick. And one day it did. Anyway, long ways. We stopped at this teepee camp on the way back in Hewlett, Wyoming, on the way to Portland, Oregon. Stayed there. Long story short, got invited to come back to stay for a month. It's good opportunities. Sorry for the stutter. (laughs) So you literally like stayed in teepees? Yes. James, my husband, and I stayed in teepees in a place where there was no running water and there was no electricity. And during the summer, it was like 105, 110 degrees. And on top of like, this is why I made it so great. On top of staying in these teepees, managing this teepee camp for our summer job because COVID, our business was shut down. We had nothing else to do. We got paid to go manage this teepee camp because people were still traveling. I also worked at a little side restaurant to make things like a side hustle. <laughs> I was a server. There you go. A working vacation, it sounds like. Not my style. Right? <laughs> no, it was a good vacation. That's what made it memorable. Do you know why? 
Because the lady that owned the restaurant that I did the serving at, she was an army veteran who was like 50 years old. And she has been doing it for like her life for the last 20 years. And she was so just tired of it that she wanted to sell James and I the restaurant. And get this, it was ridiculous. It was a whole functioning whole functioning restaurant and when i tell you this you're gonna think what the fuck okay part of my language Beep. anyways <laughs> a whole functioning restaurant what do you think she wanted for a monthly payment just a monthly payment to make her happy well it's in the middle of nowhere so i can't imagine it being that much it was right outside devil's tower a national monument <laughs> you don't understand no, for real, take a guess. You're right, I don't. <laughs> she wanted $450 a month to take over the restaurant, the equipment, everything. Everything. Yeah, you, you know? didn't do it. Yeah, what I did for? not. I have my own business. And yeah. I wish I would have done it, but still. Anyways, let's move on. Kelly, most memorable moment. Most what? Memorable moment. Um, what made it memorable for you? Seeing Taylor Swift? I mean, that was a pretty big deal. That was just like a two-night little vacation in Omaha. Um, but I did get to meet her, so that's obviously a big deal. Um, but probably my most memorable moment while traveling was probably this weekend. We took... um. I feel so bad. My dad is so old. He's, it's mean of me to say that, but he's like, you know, in his middle seventies almost. And, um, he has bears tattoos all over his arms and he's just been a lifelong bears fan. His dad, um, was a bears fan and it kind of just came down through the generations. Now I'm a bears fan. (laughs) When I, uh, some of the time, but um, we took him to his first game at Soldier Field in Chicago to see the Bears play. He's been to other games, but never like a home game in Chicago. So it was cool because not only I got to experience it, but I obviously got to see my dad experience something that I'm sure he like never thought he would be able to. So it was really cool to give him that. Cool. Awesome. I am the timekeeper, and I am the little sand dial that's digging, so if I'm chiming in, no why. Tracy, best experience, go. That's pretty easy, I guess. Uh, when I got back from Afghanistan, my buddy and I actually flew to Idaho to pick up my truck and drive it back to um, Alaska. <laughs> we drove through Canada, and uh, we saw probably like 50 black bear. And so I you trying to feed him, I think? I tried to, I did feed one and then he chased me back to my truck. That was scary. Um, and then another time I stopped on the side of the road and I saw one like out in this little field and I just ran after it and it just sat there and just like stared at me for like probably four or five seconds, just staring at me as I'm running towards it. And it finally bolted into the woods, but like looking back on it, like dumb. Anyways, um, Saw like buff, like wild buffalo moose on the side of the road, and Canada is absolutely 
beautiful. And I just, I just will always remember that trip with him and just seeing wildlife and how gorgeous Canada was and, and the fact that it was, you know, right after Afghanistan and everything. So. Heck yeah, man. Well, I believe you're leading us into our next segment. Um, yes. Yeah. What's next, bro? So if I could have gone on another vacation destination, what I have, are you talking about like my Chicago trip or my trip to Idaho? Would I have done something different? I'm talking all three of us. When we talk about the best experience, would you have preferred to have gone somewhere else? Like, let's say you're trying to make someone else happy. That's great. But is that where you would really have preferred to have gone, Kelly? Well, I think another good topic is there's always vacation destinations that you've gone to and you think to yourself like, oh, you know, I don't really need to go back. Like I've seen what I've seen. I've done what I've done. You know, I never judge, never judge a Motel 6. (laughs) Always judge a Motel 6. Yeah, that's. But I'm curious to hear if there's places you would want to go back to, like whether you just loved it so much or whether you felt like you didn't get to do everything you wanted to. Tracy. I mean, like I loved, like I visited Chicago when I was a kid and I hated it. Like I, I didn't hate it, but it was disgusting. And so that's what I remember Chicago being. And when we were recently, it was actually a lot of fun. The only thing that I hated was what you have to walk so freaking much and my feet and my back are so beat from the military that it was painful and i did not take walking shoes so if anybody's going to chicago take good walking shoes period um, i agree with that like I don't try that. and look cute yeah. you need to I, I, took a boat, I took a boat tour out at night which was 1010 would recommend because of the views and then i saw the pier and i was like oh that's cool Went to the pier the next day. Sucked. There's really nothing down there. Uh, we just walked around the pier and, like, cool, whatever. Um, no, I think Chicago is actually a really cool place to go, though, honestly. The food was freaking amazing. Just, like, even just, like, little shanty regular, like, burger and shake places are freaking crazy good. Um, beautiful city. And the... Like, it's not as busy as you would think. Like, I went there during Lollapalooza, and, like, like just going to get, like, food and stuff, it wasn't as bad as you would think, you know? Like, I remember I went into some restaurant or, like, some fast food place, and they had, like, 21 workers there that I counted. Like, it was absolutely crazy, you know? So, and, like, it, so it's, it's really not as bad as people think. But, like, the honking, like you, like you see in movies and stuff, like, all the honking, and, oh, my God. All the time, people are honking. But I think it's honestly so that people like know that the car is coming next to them. I don't think they're trying to be mean. But Chicago is really cool. Mount Rushmore was freaking cool. Uh, Canada's beautiful. We also went to um, Crazy Horse, which is a new s- sculpture statue they're building there in South Dakota, and it is really really cool. I don't know when they're going to be done, but do you want to hear a new- fun fact about Crazy Horse? I do. 
Yes. So they designed this like decades ago of like what it's supposed to look like. And I have been told that if they continue to get far enough into the process <clears throat> of the design, like a large portion of it is going to collapse. So they'll never like finish it because it's going to break. Whoa. It's not like structurally sound enough or something. Oh. So visit it while it's in process, but don't ever expect it to get done. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious how it's going to Yeah, I, they have the face done and it's pretty freaking sweet. It is massive. It is massive. Um, I mean, obviously I've been to Afghanistan. That was a really cool year. Best year of my life. Um, shout out U.S. Army, I guess. Oh, what else? Alaska's freaking beautiful. Well, I see your wheels turning, Josh. What's up? Okay, I Josh. We are kind of ahead on our schedule by quite a bit. <laughs> it's no, we're fine. Um, if you're an outdoorsy person, and yeah, Alaska's pretty much it. Like you can drive like ten minutes and just be completely out in the woods. Josh, what are you doing? Being here. <laughs> I could tell you're doing something. Anyways. Josh, you've been all over. Tell us about your experiences. Yeah, you've been all over the place. I have, and not necessarily in a good way. Um, I don't know. I guess my business, Twinkle Trees, has taken me from every which way of the corner of the continent. Um, done work for some like really big names. One of the coolest parts about my job is I get to travel for free on the business because it's my business. I travel all across the country, like, like doing event type work and stuff like that. Um, you know, I like, I guess one of my best things like is I love like being able to travel and get to experience all the different types of people and different types of cultures because let's just say going from Portland, Oregon, the whole way down to like some little tiny town in nowhere land, let's say in who knows where, <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's cool to get to meet all the different people, see all the different type of local cuisines, like from a big city to a small, like little town. And that's one thing that I'm grateful for is being able to see everything. Like, it sucks driving through the, like, seasonal stuff, but hey, it's cool. I have a question for you, so. Yeah. Since you've been so many places with Twinkle, like, what are, like, the top places you've been that you'd be like, I'd love to visit here again, whether it be for business or pleasure, and what places have you been where you're like, the food was just phenomenal? <clears throat> okay. So, one, you can't judge the location based on the event. So like, let's say I'm doing an event in Los Altos, California. Cool. That's in Los Altos. The food down there could be cool. But if I'm attending that event, that food isn't going to be you no know, like Jack in the box, McDonald's, like it's going to be some like fine class food. So I guess like, like back to my travels, like being able to travel and attend these events, the food quality of the events is outstanding. Honestly, great. But if it was like normal restaurants, I have found so many great mom and pop shops that have 
wonderful breakfast, lunch, and dinner, things like that. Can you think of any off the top of your head that you could be like, yeah, I would go here again? Do you remember the names and where they were? Rick's Cafe, Los Altos, California. I was down there over, I think it was, God, I should know this, May Labor Day, Memorial Day, one of those days. Yeah, I was down there over there for a wedding, and we stopped at Rick's Cafe that next morning for breakfast. And the service, it is literally this quaint little effing town where everything's like straight out of a movie, and you're like, no way this place exists. Like, am I going to get killed here? Right? No, you won't. It takes a little bit longer, but the service, the food, everything quality is on par. Checks out. Sorry, check out Rick's Cafe in Los Altos, California. What about you, Kelly? But hey, you can sponsor us. What about you, Kelly, when you were in Chicago? Because I know for a fact Chicago has ridiculously good food. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, I mean, you gotta go to Portillo's, the Chicago hot dog and Italian beef place. Those are all over, very common. Um, I know there's always a battle with like Chicago and deep dish pizza of what's better. And so we did go to two during it. We went to Giordano's and then Luminati's. I thought I like both of them. I mean, I don't discriminate against pizza, but um, one thing I thought that was kind of weird was Luminati's. I get what they're trying to do, but, like, when you have a sausage pizza, the whole pizza is, like, a patty of sausage. So it's cool because then you get sausage in every bite, but I didn't like the texture of that piece. So that was kind of weird. What? I said on a side note, you just gave me a great idea for a business venture for all three of us to take on. (laughs) So we'll have a sidebar after this podcast. (laughs) Looking forward to that. Um, But if we're talking food, um, I've been to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico three or four times. And that beats anything in America, anything and everything. Yeah. Just go find the dirtiest shack of where you're like down some weird road where it's sketchy and there's like stray cats walking past and like the drunk old guy like curled over on the side of the curb and then just go get tacos. That's, and that's where it's at. Was that one to four times in like six months, seven months? One just in my years? life. <laughs> I... One thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to travel is I grew up poor. Like, we had gone to the Black Hills maybe twice. That was, like, our big family vacation was, like, a four-hour trip to the Black Hills. We went to California once because my aunt lived there, and we were able to stay with her. Um, Like, we didn't travel a lot growing up at all. And which is fine. I'm not saying I had like a bad childhood or anything, but as an adult, that's like one of the first things I started doing in college. We, you know, you get the spring break and it's like a extended period of time. And so we would like hit the road. I've driven down to Texas like eight times. I have family down there and I've been all over Texas. And so just, I think it's important 
just because maybe you're you didn't travel in your childhood, you should definitely travel more as an adult because there's just there's a lot out there, and especially like someone coming from like the Midwest. It's I think it's very common to be a bit more sheltered. Um, you know, a lot of people they live and will live their whole lives in the same town that they are from, which there's nothing wrong with that. I love the town I'm from and I'm never moving. So I'm, I'm like that. <laughs> um, but I do try and get out of town and travel quite a bit. So there's just so much to see. That is a fact. Yeah. Yes. Um, Let's the let's take a thing, negative turn to this and talk about worst experiences. Worst, okay. so, or maybe places you don't want to go back to. Yeah. Okay. I got that one in the bag. Where do I find out how long this has been recording? Don't worry. Our viewers need to see. We're us halfway, Josh. Yeah, we're halfway. We're Where here. do I read the time now? On the bottom. We're at twenty-one minutes. So we Perfect. got time. In that case, we should be moving on to our informational segment. Josh, sorry. Okay. No. Hey. I'm just keeping us on task. Well, Kelly can talk about her life hacks here when she does her last little Kelly, bit. do it. Can I go right now? It's random. Okay. Don't stop. Just I keep don't me I just, okay, so I'm an overpacker <laughs> habitually. I bring all these clothes and all these shoes and all this makeup. And then I wear like the same. Single, not I wear the same like black leggings every single fucking day. It's really bad. But um, one of the challenges I had with the Chicago trip was that none of us checked the luggage. So I wasn't able to bring any liquids over three ounces or whatever it might be. And so one of the hacks I did was I went and got, well, I went on Amazon cause I'm addicted to Amazon and got, you know, those little contact lens holders where it's like the two little things and mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So I must've saw this somewhere once, but I bought those and instead of getting like the glass jar of my makeup, I went and squirted like how much I needed in there for that weekend. And, you know, there's two sides so I could utilize both, but that really narrowed down packing. And even if you could check, you guys don't care about any of this, but if there's ladies watching this, even if you check a luggage, you know, your bottles are glass, so they're heavy. A lot of your bottles of your cosmetics are glass. And so it also can cut down on the weight because I have been known to go to the airport and have to sh- shift stuff around because I'm already at the weight and I haven't even gone on the trip yet <laughs> to get to veneers. So um, they also have plastic... <laughs> I'm trying to get better, okay? I'm using these skills that I'm learning, and I'm trying to not pack as much. But the other pieces, you can get squirt bottles, too. So I had, like, my um, hairspray, my perfume, my um, setting spray, 
all the different sprays you can put in those things too. They're like $6 for 10 of them on Amazon. So just think of different ways to pack your normal stuff. Cause you want to still, when you're on vacation, you still want to have all your normal products. It's just, yeah. you can't do that. I guess here's some other advice too. If you're going traveling, don't travel to pack fucking pretty because God knows it. You're going to pack travel and look pretty. And then you're going to buy 10,000 other clothes to look even prettier. So just don't pack the clothes to look pretty. Wear whatever you have to wear to get there to look however you have to look. And then just buy the goddamn clothes and save that fucking room. That's just it. That's a gay man's take on it. Save (laughs) the room. I have another travel tip I've been doing lately, too. Not for Chicago, but the last, like, two or three vacations I've done it on and again you guys don't care about this but um i like if i'm going on a beach or a warm location vacation i like to have my toes freshly pedicured but when you're trying to get ready for a vacation there's so many little things to do before you leave so we've been opting to not get our pedicures and actually have that be the first activity on your vacation because then you get to experience new salons. And um, when the best pedicure I've ever had was in Mexico and they like scrubbed my feet for an hour and it was like $20. I mean, so was, that, was that a guru? Was that a pedicure or a grooming session? <laughs> I mean, they did a lot. It was like a top of the line. There's no way that pedicure would have been anything less than like $100 in the States. Is that so, really worth yeah. it, though, to, like, take time out of your vacation to get a pedicure, which is something you could just do in, right before a vacation? Tracy, have you never had a pedicure? No. You're missing out. you know some woman playing with Here's your feet? Here's the thing is when I travel, I like to have a good balance of activities and relaxation. <laughs> and for me, a pedicure is relaxing. So I mean, teach their own. Go and be zen and work. Not have to worry about, you know, all the different things you had to do to get ready for the trip. All right. Awesome. Just take my word for it. Well, thank you, everybody, all of our listeners. I don't know how many within this episode we're going to have because it's our third episode. I hope you guys are enjoying our comical, witty banter. Maybe not witty, but somewhat funny. Anyway, moving on to the next session to cut it good on timing. Tracy. Kelly, we were all tasked out to find out something we thought was interesting about this week's topic. So, Tracy, to kick it off, what do you got, bro? Okay, so I just took a trip across uh, from Ohio to Idaho with two dogs. And I don't really... It's hard to get give people, like, hacks on dogs because ours were just so good. They just, like, chilled, slept the whole time whined a little because they were uncomfortable and that was it. But, um, we just kept their food like at the very back of the trunk. So we didn't have to dig for it. And it was like a piece of cake. Like I don't mind road trips. They don't mind road trips. And then we, when we came back, uh, we got a new Subaru Outback and way more room, way nicer. Um, yeah, it, it was just, it was just cake. Um, uh, I was told that there's some apps that like tell you like what 
scenic things like within each exit that you're by. I didn't try them, but there's that one. And then there's an app that tells you like historical sites. It's, I don't know what they're called, but it's something to look into. Um, have a plan. Like before we ever went to Chicago, like we had a plan of almost everything that we were going to do and it made things way easier. And Kelly can probably agree with this. Um, don't drive in Chicago. Just take the freaking bus and get a bus fare because I don't, I honestly don't know how people live there. I don't know how people do it. It's a fun place to visit. I have no freaking clue how people live there and drive because it is complete chaos all the time. Um, I have a Chicago hack for transportation. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Download the Curb app. C-U-R-B. And it's their city cab system has their own app. And it's cheaper than Uber and Lyft. And um, when you sign up, you get a $5 off. Then you refer the person you're traveling with. And they get $5 off. And then once they do their first ride, you get $5 back. So you can do this whole chain reaction. So all of our cab rides were like 7 or $8. That's cheap. That is. That's good. Yeah, because that's a huge deal over there. And you don't have to worry about driving. And they already know where they're going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good life hack and knowledge. Yeah, but have a have a plan. Like we had a plan, like I said, for a whole Chicago trip, and it just made things way easier. Because I'm not the type of person to like when I get on vacation. Like I don't want to figure out what I want to do because I'm just wasting time. Um, and then like even when we were coming back from Idaho, we had a plan of like we wanted to go see Mount Rushmore, so we made time for it. We left like two thirty in the morning, so we got there at a decent time. And on the way, we just randomly saw, like, this really beautiful red canyon that the Indians traveled back in the day that we took pictures. Um, so we took time for that. We took time for Crazy Horse, um, which was really freaking cool, by the way. Um, and then we went and saw Kelly. Like I said, if, you, if things are important enough in life, you'll make time for it. So it was cool okay. to get there. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Josh? What kind of hacks? Uh, you me, travel a lot. Yeah, you travel. You a gotta lot. have some kind of tips. Yeah. So it's for me. Yeah, I guess it's tips. Kind of tips. Maybe more just knowledge. I don't know. Like just from like I watch a lot of travel shows with my husband and things like that, and I've been to like a lot of places, a lot of countries, and. One of the things that I've come to realize, like if I could get, if I could give any advice, it would be one, know exactly where you're going, know the laws in which where you're going. Also try to know to speak the native language because being able to speak the native language will definitely help you out. James and I are planning on at some point going to Brazil. So for the last nine months i've been learning portuguese on hashtag duolingo check it out there you go right um just trying to like do my part i feel like a lot of people they go to like these countries and they're like oh just tourist destination but i feel like it could be much more enjoyable if they like take that second to 
and it's not a second, like it's a little bit to get to know where they're going in the culture and things like that. I feel like it makes it way more immersive, way more enjoyable. It takes a little bit of work on the person traveling, no doubt. But what do you want? Do you want some half-assed experience or do you really want to get there and experience what you're experiencing? So like know your laws and know that. Also, stay, uh, stay up to date on all current travel regulations. I know each country has their own different COVID restrictions, guidelines, entering, departing, things like that. Make sure that where you are going, you are staying up to date. Don't go somewhere where you haven't checked what it takes to get in, get out of the country. I've personally known someone that's been stuck in, Kelly knows Casey, who's been stuck in a foreign country for over a month because of COVID, right? Things like that. Know where you're going, know the language, know what you could do to help yourself better, things like that. Um, also, don't go in a crappy part of the year. Like, don't go, like, during the winter if you want to see spring. Like, go see spring if you want to see spring. Um, I mean, that's just it, like, pretty much with me. It's just all the common sense shit. One, don't pack more than what you need leaving because your ass is going to come back with 20 pounds more than what you left with. That's so you've got to save room for those gifts for family and clothes and stuff like that. Save the room. Be smart. Those are my things. I even overpacked and I don't like packing much. I packed a suitcase and like a baggage thing and it was still too much. But I'm very minimalistic. I don't like materials. So. Yeah. I want pizza so bad right now. <laughs> I had another thing and I completely spaced it and it was a good one. Well, I want to talk about some bad experiences. What kind of bad? I've been asking for 20 minutes for that. Go okay, for Kelly, go ahead. Kick it off. Bad experience. Go. Um, New Orleans. Really? New Orleans stunk. Did um, Tracy really just say that same time? What? Say I said, what? I said really because you were hesitating and you were like really excited to kick this off and you were hesitating. I was like, really? Um, okay, back to where I was yes. talking. New Orleans. <laughs> I thought I thought New Orleans stunk. Um, I enjoyed my time there, but on Bourbon Street at the end of the night, which y'all know I'm still out at the end of the night, they all take all their bar trash, put it in the middle of the road, and there's just a row of like vomit, sweat, pee, and all the bar trash in the middle. So that was less than desirable when you're already really drunk and on the verge of puking naturally. So didn't love that piece. The first time I went to Chicago was in the winter and I hated that because I hated walking when it was freezing. And it, you're in that weird thing where you're like wearing a coat because you're freezing, but you're like sweating because you're walking everywhere and it's nasty. Um, Myrtle Beach, I loved my time there as well. However, I will say I think it's a little overrated. <laughs> um, have you guys ever been there? No. Okay. So the resort we had was on the water. So that was great. It was right on the beach. And a lot of the resorts are. So there's like a main drag, I guess what I would call it. And it's just this road. And I guess the cool thing to do in Myrtle Beach is when it's like 11 p.m. 
to get like in your thug car with your hydraulics and like just like cruise this road back and forth but there were like cops all over like they had cops stationed on this road because i they like knew that it was gonna get that way i guess and like i could tell there was like a lot of drug deals happening and it just it kind of didn't feel the most safe in the evening like on this main drag plus it was just annoying because they would like honk their horns and just be blaring their music and so i liked a lot about myrtle beach but not that yeah hey, tracy what about you buddy i want to i wouldn't say i have bad travel experiences i will say i've been in a lot of places in the united states and i think the worst place i've ever been is probably here in ohio like this place sucks like i don't know why people live here because there's nothing here and the people here seem very entitled that i don't experience back in idaho like i don't know why because there's really no reason to be entitled in general a and then b in ohio like i i don't really get it um the drivers here worst i've ever seen in my life like i don't know what is up with people here but like i've been in like a turn lane and i've had people pass me at a red light in oncoming traffic to get around me like i don't understand what is going on here but yeah it's like one of the highest drug rates too in, in the country it's like the highest sex trafficking place in the country like not a desirable place to live at all the one thing i do love about ohio is they have a bunch and i mean a bunch of like little fairs and festivals like strawberry festivals, pickle festivals, all these festivals like all year long, like not all year, but in the summer, every weekend, all over the place, and that there's multiple on every weekend, and that's not something we have back in Idaho. So that's really freaking cool. They have a lot of antique places here, which I love antiques. So, and the weather is kind of. Like, I've only seen people water their lawn twice the entire time I've been here because it does rain a lot, which isn't terrible. You know, you save on water, I guess, but it's not as bad as Washington. When I was in Washington, oh my God, it rained all, all the time. But yeah, if you ever have a chance to visit Ohio, go ahead and don't do that. And um, if you ever have a chance to live in Ohio, go ahead and uh, don't do that either. Um. It's kind of cool because it's like the lowest housing in the country. I can see why because, yeah. Um, and then like we've been to Cincinnati. We've been to Columbus. If you ever have a chance to visit, go ahead and don't do that either because those places suck. Um, you gotta get to Cleveland. That's I think I've been. That. I think I've been to Cleveland. I don't know. I th I think that, I know there's one big city I haven't been to, but like. I don't understand what is so desirable about Ohio at all. Not not one single thing. Um, except for, like I said, the little festivals. There's more sports here. You know, like, we don't have... Idaho doesn't have sports teams, so, like, we have the Bengals and the Browns and stuff, so that's cool. Uh, and one cool thing is, too, that I don't have where I'm from in Idaho, is you could rake all your leaves out on the street, and they'll just come pick them up. That's cool. That's about it. I've yeah. never heard of that. 
take a look at the clock because I'm the clock master here. Uh, we got two minutes, bro. How about you fill us in on what our next week topic is? Next week's topic is going to be about the elections coming up. Um, I still don't know what our what we're going to be talking about, but um, it's going to be informational for me for sure because I am not a political, you know, kind of guy. So. Um, we may or may not have a guest speaker on the episode. More to come. Cross your fingers. (laughs) Hope to die. It'll be informational for sure. I'm curious what we're going to talk about because even, like I said, I don't even know yet. So, but I think think the most political person is out of us three, at least, is Josh. It's Josh. 100%. I wouldn't even say political. If you call doing the right thing political, then sure. Call me political. That's I just nothing. want my kids to have a healthy meal at school, a well-rounded education, things like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and just to remind the audience, Joshua does not have children, so... <laughs> I have a dog, which, after nine years, counts legally as a dependent by the United States government. <laughs> That's totally a lie, dude. Are you? Don't I'm just like, what the heck? <laughs> Goals, though. Cool. Well, yeah. Uh, elections next week. Yeah. God, this has been going on for quite some time. Good, good talk today, guys. It was a great talk. I think it's great for the people listening. I hope a lot of people could actually see us. That way they can look at us and actually be like, wow, these guys are just a hot mess right now. Maybe not, right? But still, you guys are awesome. I love doing this with you guys. I'm enjoying doing it. Yeah, it's fun. fun. Time flies, too. Which, that's one thing I've noticed doing podcasts is, like, you don't realize how fast the time goes and you really... It's sometimes tough to get out everything that you want to say in 45 minutes or less. So, Do you know we've been doing this for two and a half months? Yep, I know. Can you believe that? Wow. Almost a quarter of a year we've been working on this project. That's All insane. Right. Anything for anybody before we go? What's I love going you, on? Kelly. I love you, Tracy. Love you guys. Thank Any you for plans? listening. We'll see you next week.